Hey everybody, this is Presto. And this is Corporal Nossage. And you are listening to episode 22 of the Nintendads podcast. <laughs> it's, a hol- it's a Halloween episode, if you didn't guess, by the skulls. The skulls and Can't creepy faces. Yes. Yes, so on today's creepy episode, we're going to be talking about horror games and other such spooky software available for the Switch. Is there? Is there? <clears throat> is there? There's sure as hell not a horror genre that you can sort by on the <clears throat> eShop. That's a bone we're going to pick later <laughs> in our next segment. But for right now... For those of you listening on the podcast, I yeah. apologize. The pun is not that funny. The, <laughs> if people are listening to episode 21 on our podcast and they're expecting the puns to be funny, they are they're missing the funny bone. Oh, anyway, we're going to start our spooky episode with talking about the scariest, the scariest Wait, games. You, you didn't recognize the, the sound I made? No. Am I supposed to? That was Mario when he gets his butt burned by the lava. Oh. In a Bowser castle. Somebody's been playing for the All Stars. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. Between us, we should do a whole voice pack. Yeah. <laughs> An Nintendo's Mario voice pack. So we're going to talk about a bunch of different scary, spooky, terrifying games on the Switch, but we thought it would be interesting to start with the scariest ones. Yeah. Um, So we're going to talk about the scariest ones. We're going to talk about the least scary ones that are appropriate to play with your kids or just get for your kids. And then we're going to talk about everything else. So number one game on the Switch. I just want to reiterate that the Switch does not have a horror game section. Oh, nope. yeah. That's the real horror, is I... that if you go, there's, like, puzzle, there's simulator, there's sports. There's, there's action. There's all these different categories. RPG. But yet again, yet again, the Switch the eShop, eShop is a true nightmare yep. to navigate. However, it is, like, a tag so if you search horror, all the horror games come up. But unless you type in the word horror, there's no horror search item. So, so like normally you go to the eShop and then you go to genre and then all the genres are there. You can't do but it not with horror. horror. So Whatever. if you type in horror, though, you get all the horror games in the order that they are best selling. So you have like Resident Evil at the top and then Luigi's Mansion and then blah, 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 blah. Um, Which, that's pretty polarizing. Yes. Um, And we'll get to both of those. But first, there's one game. There's one horror game. I I don't think either of us really play that many horror games. No. But there's one game that we've both played. Lady Sage likes some horror games. And actually, one of her favorite horror games is on this list, so we'll get to it. Yes, you can talk about that one because I know nothing about it. But... Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. I get I have PTSD just thinking about this game. When Five Nights at Freddy's first released, I want to say it was a f- gaming phenomenon because it was such a basic game, such a basic concept, but it instilled the deepest levels of fear. It's terrible. It's a, I mean, it's a good game, but it's like it's a terrible experience to play yeah. if you don't like... 
having the shit scared out of you. So we we can separate fear into categories like suspenseful yeah. fear or timed fear. Yeah, just just like horror movies, right? There's there's like the shining fear. there's the yeah. shining and then there's Freddy Krueger and then there's the ring and then there's like there's just a bunch of different this is firmly saw, saw yeah, like or no. This Five Nights at Freddy's. If if somehow you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> good for you. But Five Nights at Freddy's is the entire premise of the game is built on jump scares, terrible, terrible, terrifying jump scares. And the entire concept of the game is as if I'm going to summon my inner Nick Yeti here, the creator grabbed a whole bunch of like crack and LSD and like hung out in a Chuck E. Cheese for an afternoon. I can't, I'll never go back to a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I don't care if my kid wants to go or not. The The premise of the game is you're an overnight security guard at Freddy Fazbear's pizza and you have to watch the security cameras. But then as you're watching the security cameras, the animatronics start to go missing and you or never really, there's only one occasion where you actually see the move yeah. But, like, you'll look on one security camera, and they'll be there. And then you'll look away, and they'll be gone. And then you'll look at another security camera that's closer to where you are, and there it is in the camera. Like, like it's scary. If you've <laughs> never played it, I think you can download a demo for it for free on PC. Or I, I think the game Steam. Is, pretty yeah. is pretty cheap to get. But if you want to be terrified, just just play it. It's a game so, I think everybody should play. I will... I will put a caveat in this. If you're the type of psychopath who wants to sit in a dark room like this by yourself and play the game, you have bigger balls than I. That's exact. That's the only way to play it. But I think me personally, the best way to play the game is that you have a bunch of friends over and they're sitting behind you yes. while you play the game on like a big screen. Because it's so even, even if you're spectating, it's scary to watch. Yeah. Because you you have very limited control in the game and then not playing. Like, when the scare comes out, it scares the person that's playing the most because they're the ones paying close attention and looking. But it scares Building the shit out attention. of everybody. So it's very oh, yeah. it's very satisfying. I played with your brother, actually. He watched your... me play. He would not play. It was you, me, my brother, and didn't my, and my mom, brother. My mom show up at some Your point. Your mom came in, did shots with us, and then saw like yep. two seconds of the game and was like, no, absolutely, <laughs> good night. <laughs> was out because she's got some sense and we don't. But yeah, all the Five Nights at Freddy's are on the eShop. I think it's like one, two, three, four. I don't even know what they're up to now. There's so many spinoffs. And if you watch the PlayStation gaming reveal that came out recently. One and two are the best, though. I'm pretty yeah. sure. If you watch the PlayStation Gaming Reel, there's a new Five Nights at Freddy's game that's in the, in the works. It's coming out on Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, yeah, it's like all the mini fancy. games, right? Yeah. So, like, Five Nights at Freddy's is, like, a genre in itself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole universe. So yeah. that's the number one scariest game as far as I'm Hands concerned. Hands down, scariest Scariest game. game I've ever been brave enough to play. Have a pair of pants sitting by just in case. Wear your brown pants. <laughs> um let's talk let's talk about layers of fear next because that's one i know nothing about and that's so, one that i think lady, lady sage, sage has played love layers of fear 
And I'll be honest with you. I have to ask them before you even get started. How many layers are there? Is it like a Tootsie Pop? Is there like One, a defined? One, two, three, four, five, six, and then seven. Seven layers. So it's like the seven layers of hell. So the the without trying to spoil anything, the concept of Layers of Fear 1 is that you are an artist, a disgraced artist, who lives in this big, huge, fancy house, and you have some sort of, I guess, mental issue or depression or something, and you are try you've came back to the home and you're trying to like piece together your life of what happened and why it fell apart. And as you move through this mansion, you find little pieces of like what stepping stones helped make you fall apart. And there's a bigger backstory about your wife and a fire and your hmm. daughter and a dead dog and like all sorts of other things. It's a lot of like memory backflashes, but also like you're standing in a room and the piano dings and you turn to look at the piano and then you turn back and then the painting that was there is like bleeding and then like you like what's going on and you turn around to go to the door the door doesn't open you turn around to look back at the bleeding picture and it's normal again and then the door opens oh. and it's like oh so it's like trippy <laughs> suspense horror yes type things things don't really jump it's more just like there's one or two jump scares throughout the entire game but what makes the game unique is that as you go through the house and you try to collect the six different articles that help to piece together your history, actions that you take in the game, as well as how you approach each individual article that you're trying to find, because you can approach things from different directions in the mansion, will help to determine what type of ending you get. Uh, and I, there's four different endings, I think. But it, I have yet to get, I've only gotten two. I, I have yet to get the other ones. <laughs> You're um, like, no, I, forget it. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and then there's the, uh, like, limited edition expansion for the game. Um, I forget what it's called. What, like, Layers of Fear Ultimate or some nonsense. And basically, after you play the game as the painter, you then can come back as the daughter. And there's a whole nother storyline that gets woven Even into that history. Layers. Yeah, so that's why I say there's seven because there's six artifacts and then there's the daughter's story. Interesting. Um, it is very twisted. I have to check there's that also, out. That sounds interesting. There's also, it's not really like a jump scare thing, so it's not like one of those, like, like I said, there's only two jump scares like in the entire game. It's more of like a twisted fear. Like, what are your fears? Are you fear of burning alive? There's a room for that. Are you fear <laughs> of like dolls hanging from the ceiling? There's a room for it's that. It's going to really, you're going to come something across in the game that's really going to scare you specifically. Exactly. There's a little bit of everything for everyone in this game. Fun. It's like a sampler pack of horror. <laughs> of horror, yeah. There it's is like a dip. Of too. It's like one of those dips where you dip and there's layers of dip. <laughs> that's where they yeah. got the idea from. The seven, seven layer dip. It's yep. like you got arachnophobia, clowns, like cheddar cheese, some nice salsa claustrophobia drowning there's it's there's one room there. where you walk into the room and you think your daughter's in the tub drowning and then you later realize it was actually a doll but the doll's a clown doll and then that's the <laughs> next room <clears throat> so it's, that's it's that, that sounds kind of cool um i got it for free on the xbox 
when it was on like the Xbox Gold membership. So that's how we found it. And ever since then, we bought the expansions. We bought Layers of Fear 2. Like, we're invested. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do like horror as a genre on the Switch because no other like main console, like you can have horror and you can take it like in bed with you and be like, yes, like or outside in the woods. Like it offers a different like context. I would actually like like a game like this might be fun. Not correction, not fun, scarier, like hanging in a hammock in your backyard. Yeah. Or like (laughs) in a haunted going like an abandoned hospital and just I mean, that's where I play my games. Abandoned hospitals. Speaking of abandoned hospitals, the next one on our list is it Outlast. I've it's never a... played it, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I set it up, and then you're like walking past it. <laughs> you're like you're like speaking of hospitals. I'm like, <laughs> what? Outlast. If well, at least the first one takes place in a psychiatric ward hospital yeah i've never played outlast but i've seen enough clips to know that i don't want to play outlast because it is scary (laughs) i would say five nights at freddy's has like the most intense jump scares but from what i've seen outlast is probably the most all-around terrifying you at least in the first game you play as a reporter or have you played it yes okay so you play as a reporter or a journalist but you're also like looking for somebody who i think you know like for some reason i want to say it's your sister it's been a while since i played it so i apologize to those who are like "Ah!" correct me in the comments old but (laughs) but the yeah my my dementia is kicking in um the residents that are in the the hospital have are the residents evil yes like you like you you climb in through a window and you get down to the first floor lobby and like the security desk in the lobby is just covered in blood and then like lights are flickering you try to find the administrator's office you turn on the computer administrator's office and like you read a file and like something went wrong and then you like you go to the security room to get to the camera and when you go look at the camera there's like a guy dragging a mallet walking through the halls and you're like, oh, shit. Great. <laughs> this customer service is terrible. I'm writing a novel. I'm writing a letter to corporate. So, yeah, Outlast yeah. Is, is pretty intense. I've seen clips. I'm OK. I'm good. <laughs> I, don't need to, I don't need to play that. Um, the last one on our like actual scary list, right? Is there any more? No. The last one yeah. on our actual scary list is amnesia collection which i'm not sure how many amnesia games are there but they kind of seem similar to to outlast and it's like a first person murdery horror kind of thing where i I watched some trailers for amnesia and it looks like a horror themed mist Ooh, okay a little bit maybe maybe i'm maybe that's not maybe that's not accurate or like a horror themed bioshock it's like first person and like you have a lantern and you're going around. Bioshock is pretty twisted as it is. Yeah. But like, I don't think in Amnesia, like you don't have a gun. It's not like for Resident Evil. Yeah. Where you're like killing stuff. You're just like trying to survive. Are you, you have a beer over here and a water over here. 
balanced as all things should be. <laughs> so you talk about like you're walking around with a lantern. In Outlast, you have a video camera that, like you said, you're a journalist or whatever, and you can pull the video camera up and then turn on your night vision so that you can oh. kind of like see things. I don't like, I don't, for some reason, things that are shot through like video cameras, like hand cams, realistically, always scare me more because I'm like, I know it's not real, but it could be. <laughs> so then you didn't like Cloverfield, the movie. No, I love Cloverfield. I was scared. Oh, Blair Witch came out when, uh, when I guess we were like in high school and Blair Witch scared the pee out of me. I did. Yeah, not, I, I did not. You like saw Blair. Blair Witch. You came to school and you talked about Blair Witch and I never watched Blair Witch. And I told everyone, even though I knew it was like not real. I'm like, guys, nah. it's real. <laughs> I read that it's real. I read, I asked this guy in an AOL chat room and he said, it's real. <laughs> AOL chat room. We're dated. Um, but speaking of like cameras, I want to know probably one of the most iconic horror video games, Fatal Frame. Where is our Switch port of Fatal Frame? You have motion controls. Like, that would be... Fatal Frame is like the horror version of Pokemon Snap. Yeah. It's like, it's the, yep. it's just, it's so well suited to the, to the console. It's like, Fatal Frame, where are you? I'm calling you out calling you out fatal frame so those are our those are our scary games five nights at freddy's amnesia outlast layers of fear delicious delicious seven seven layers if, of dip <laughs> if um, you have any ideas on what you think is the scariest one definitely jump into our nintendo edge group and tell us because i'd be interested to find something else yes so now we're going to talk about the least scary games on the Switch um, for your little ones. For your little, little ones. You want to give them some some Halloween fun, but don't really want to traumatize them for the rest of their lives with a crippling <laughs> fear of, like, zombies and stuff. Um, there's things for that. And it's called Luigi's Mansion. That's the end of the section. Luigi's Mansion. If you don't know Luigi's Mansion, go. Luigi's it's Mansion. basically Ghostbusters, but Mario. With the vacuum. Yeah. And Luigi. But yeah, Luigi's Mansion 2 came out for Switch. I don't know when, but it came out. It's pretty good. Recently. So I hear I hear it's very short. Like, if you're playing it as an adult, I think it's a little bit of a disappointing game because it's very short. I, think I also some... think that Luigi Mansion games, that whole genre that they do, there's a sub-cult following for them. And I think within that i want to say really hyper focused cult they are unhappy with how luigi's mansion came out a it was short and b it wasn't as good as the first one that's that's what i hear yeah but for kids if they're looking for a little spooky thing maybe you can pick it up on sale i think there's a, probably halloween games on sale right now um mm -hmm. but yeah luigi's mansion 2 is probably what you want to get now there are there are other horror games i was joking there was other games um that just like on the Switch, that's like the basic. Yeah, it's it, Nintendo horror games for kids. Luigi's Mansion is the number one game all the time, every time. Um, Corporal, why don't you tell us about Hello Neighbor? Because you know more about this one than I do. Hello Neighbor, when this was first released a couple years ago, I thought it was very interesting. It's the 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 one thing I want to like try to compare it to, and this is probably the wrong comparison. But it is Home Alone game that came out for 
the Sega way back in the day. How many times have you brought this down? <laughs> it was a part of my childhood. It shaped the man who I am. I know, and that's why you're going to have, like, traps in your new house. Why else do you think I'm gutting the walls? I'm going to put, like, machine guns that are just going to, like, pop out and you shoot did say, You did say, truthfully, you did say, I can't wait to set up the smart home to go, Hey, Alexa, intruder alert. And everything turns red and, like, alarms start going off. Yeah, I'm going to have all of the lights in the house that are smart bulbs. So that when I say Alexa, intruder alert, everything turns bright red. Alexa, hello, neighbor. <laughs> So Hello Neighbor is glorified vandalism and your neighbor is trying to get you to stop you. Essentially that's okay. the concept of the game. Like they're like they're like hunting you down, right? Yeah. You 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 go throughout the town, the small little area, the one neighbor's angry at you, he chases you around and you break into people's houses in order to escape him. Hmm. Sounds like a great message each, for kids. Each yeah, each individual house presents a different atmosphere and different tools and different routes and whatnot. But yeah, essentially that's what it is. Interesting. So that's for it's, kids, supposedly. If you like the idea of being chased and the suspense of almost getting caught, like that's that's your thing. Oh yeah, kids kids love that. Though this, this don't forget this section is for kids. Poor like, kids. You can, yeah. I mean, you could play it. if you play it and enjoy it. Like, yeah, Smash there's Brothers not like supposedly a kids uh, game, but axe murderer in blood. Like, it's not super violent. They're kid friendly. So. Um, so one that's on the Switch that isn't quite horror, but like kind of is. Um, that I have to mention is Undertale. Oh goodness, Undertale. I, I know nothing about Undertale, so you can tear that one apart. You don't know anything about Undertale? Nope. It's like a meme factory. Um, Undertale is? Yes. Maybe I just don't know what Undertale is. The only the only thing that was a bigger meme than Minecraft Steve in Smash was one of the main characters called Sans, who is a skeleton. Um, it was like Sans in Smash. And they added Sans in as a me fighter. I think when they announced... Hmm... I don't know, but it, Sans being a me fighter, like people like Sans as a me fighter more than a lot of the main DLC characters in Smash. It's like a very there's lots of memes about Undertale. Um, I'm looking at Undertale and I know nothing but about it. It's interesting because it's it's an RPG <clears throat> similar to like Homebound, um, like okay. the the one that Ness and Lucas are from in Smash, um, yep. but. Uh, yeah, or Earthbound, Homebound, Homeward Bound, <laughs> Earthbound, where it's like a classic. You said it, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." It's a classic, a classic RPG, about. but you can in, in every encounter, you have an option to either fight somebody, and there's a fight system, and you have stats, and you can get weapons and level up and all that. But you can get through the game without fighting or killing or defeating any enemies you can always talk your way or pick an option that gets you out of actually fighting and you get okay. and based on based on what you do in the game so like if you go through the entire game and you fight and you defeat every character by combat you get this ending if you fight 
everyone and you never actually fight anybody and you talk your way out of it and you never defeat or kill anybody, you get this ending. And then there's layers of endings in between. But, like, these two endings are the best ones. And then there's the middle one that I think there's a couple different middle ones. But, yeah. Undertale is really good. Probably not good for younger kids. It's probably, uh, like, a tween teenager game uh and i mean it's a it's a fun adult game but it's like kind of like a a horror themed because you're in the underworld and you're trying to get out not like 80s at all i promise um (laughs) but yeah that's a good one um one that is not out yet is plants versus zombies battle for neighborville so the plants versus zombies genre is very interesting. Right? It's a tower defense. Plant traditional yeah. plant versus zombies is like a simplified tower defense game. So uh little red and I, Jacob, my son, we have played Plants versus Zombies like together and versus cuz it's kind of a shooter game and each plant has different weapons and each plant is either a tank plant or a stealth plant or a magic plant or you know, you do different things, and then there's obviously the zombies. <clears throat> um, and you use the plants to attack the zombies, or if you're playing the neighbor, the the, uh, the multiplayer version, you're trying to defend the neighborhood, and depending on which side you're on, everything else. I, I find it very fun, and we've done a couple live streams, Little Red and I, with uh, Plants vs. Zombies. But, I don't know, I, I feel like it needs more. So this this Plants vs. Zombies is like, I think, like a proper third-person shooter. It's nothing like any of the other Plants vs. Zombies yeah. games. Um, which, to me, looks really interesting because it has that co-op, like, almost like a, a, a dialed-down, like, Borderlands, like a looter-shooter type feel based well, yeah, on the, the first, trailer. The original Plants vs. Zombies was like a mobile game kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a tower defense. That's the only that's yeah. the only Plants vs. Zombies games that I've ever played. Oh, no. We've played... The one that I'm talking about that we've played streaming of is Neighborville. Um, oh, and, okay. And that's where you play together. So like this is movie. a version of that. Yeah. So there's... Like I said, you can be the Sunflower and or no the, the ear of corn or whatever and he he shoots corn and he's like your machine gun guy um and then there's the orange who's like a tank um and so like different fruits and different vegetables and different plants Sounds have like different a abilities veggie tales game it, it really is <laughs> just without the jesus so it sounds fun it sounds fun like a fun game to play with your kids when it comes out i don't know when it comes out i don't know if there's a release date for it but yeah, yeah I don't know. Battle for Neighborville. It's coming out eventually. The last one for kids is Goosebumps. If and although I Goosebumps. loved I loved the books as a kid, but this game, the Goosebumps game on Switch, looks like a browser based flash game from two thousand and one. <laughs> it looks it looks rough. Like <laughs> I can't you believe added this to the list just so that you could bash it because I looked at it and goosebumps is like an iconic series. Yeah. So when I was searching for horror games, it it's came up a bunch our age group though, but like they made a goosebumps movie with Jack black, like a couple of years ago. Yeah. 
But this game looks, it looks so bad. It just look, it literally looks like a browser game, like an old, like mm -hmm. browser game. And I, I kind of want to play it just to see how rough it is, but I'm not, like, I'm not going to pay for it. It's not free. <laughs> it should be free. Because um, of how bad it is? Yeah, it looks, it looks real rough. Um... So goosebumps, don't play it. Just look up a trailer, and laugh <laughs> and laugh. Um, so those are the really scary games, and then the kid games. Now we're gonna talk about everything else. We're gonna go through this more quickly because most of these are things that people are familiar with. Resident Evil zero through ninety nine. Pretty much every Resident Evil that's come out has now become available on the switch yeah so you know if you like resident evil by now goodness gracious if you, if you like to shoot zombies and save president's daughters from ecuador then you're and fine save on typewriters and consume questionable herbs <laughs> um for health of varying ever questionable herbs are always for health <laughs> um but yeah so resident evil is out there um <laughs> there's there's an entire genre of people out there who want to argue that statement, but that's all right. <laughs> we can argue that. Um, Carry On. So Nick Yeti had talked about this. It's an indie yeah. game, Carry On, where you play as like this amorphous blob creature and you go through a space station or a base killing people. Looks really cool. Looks really fun. Looks really interesting. For indie games, it definitely looked like it was worth it. Yeah, it's like a pixel style kind of retro thing. Um, probably the big, I would say the biggest horror game on Switch is probably, or at least the one that I've seen the most, is Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Now, Dead by Daylight, if you've not played Dead by Daylight, it's an asymmetrical uh, multiplayer horror survival I'm That's going to pull the noob card again and mm -hmm. tell you to define that. So you play with you play with four people. One of the people <clears throat> is the killer, the monster, and it features like like you can be Jason, you can be I think Freddy Krueger, like there's a bunch of like iconic horror people that you can play as. And then the other three players play as their survivors. And the goal is the survivors <laughs> is to what? <laughs> I said, I said, I didn't say anything. What did oh, I say? Okay. You play as the survivors and <laughs> you run around and you're trying to like power these generators. And if you power all the generators, then a door appears and you can escape. While you're doing that, the horror person is coming around trying to kill you. And if they catch you, they take you, they haul you back and they hang you up on a big meat hook and you slowly die. But your other survivors can come and rescue you. And each the what makes it interesting is each uh each like horror person has their own abilities. So there's one guy that can like teleport, there's one guy that can like see through walls or like I don't know. I've never played it, but it looks really cool as a multiplayer experience. There's a lot of people that stream it. There's tactics, there's a whole meta on what to do. It looks pretty fun to me. So, if you didn't hear my cough, I said rip off, but I'm not quite sure who ripped off who here, actually. 
because I don't know the release dates of which game came out. But the next game on our list is Friday the 13th. It is the exact same thing. Uh-oh. The, ex- the only difference is that in Friday the 13th, you play as Jason. I'm pretty sure it. he's in Dead by Daylight. So, so that's, like, that's even more I'm interesting. Like, that's and like in the game, there's like DLCs that you can or like skin packs that you can purchase so you can play as different versions of Jason because there's been so many movies of Jason. Yeah, and yeah. So many different options, and like there's different maps. There's Crystal Lake, and like there's all these different iconic scenes from all the movies that you can play at. <clears throat> and he like has abilities. You can push a button so he can run faster. You can push abilities so he can like jump in space. You can push abilities so that you can see through walls. And depending on hmm. an individual character's fear level, you're more likely to be able to catch them versus other things. So like it's it sounds like the exact same game. I wonder who came up with it first. We actually don't know. If yeah. you know, if you're listening to this or watching us, and, and you know which insight. one came first, please let us know in the comments because. That we don't seems... feel like Googling. <laughs> yeah, well, we can't Google right now. We're recording. Jeez. Yeah, we'll on. know in the future. We'll We're know right after this. But... What are you asking about? Um, so Friday the 13th and Dead by Daylight, very similar games. I think Dead by Daylight maybe has a bigger following because it's available I would assume so. for like every system. And I'm pretty sure it's cross-play because everything's cross-play now. Um. Next on our list, Little Nightmares, which we're going to go through these next ones kind of quickly. Little Nightmares is like, uh, like it's, I don't think it's an indie game, but it's like you're a little person and you're like walking along and you're trying to get not crushed by like the big chef. So you're basically like a little creature trying to escape in like a big, like scary, gross, fat people, human world, like trying to kill you and eat you and stuff like that. So like Wally. What? Wally. Oh, kind of. <laughs> it's unsettling I mean, to think the ref- about. The reference is there, but it's Yeah, you're dark. like a little thing. Yeah, I guess I guess it's Wally, but it's messed up. <laughs> it's not like Wally. But yeah. Um Alien Isolation. It's the Alien series. You're a human. There's things coming for you that drool excessively with no eyes and they're trying to like bite your head off, you know. How Where's that my goes. stapler? Just... Yeah, just out of your mouth. <laughs> um, Darkwood looks like an interesting one. It's an indie. It's a top down, so like you're looking down on the map. So you're looking at your little guy's top of your head, and it's like pixelated pixel art. So like you're going, and there's horror things, and you have a little gun, like pew, pew, and you like run around. So it looks creepier, more creepy. Then it is like actually scary, but it looks it looks like an interesting like indie title. Um, it's limbo. on the Switch. So what do you want? It's on the Switch. Yeah, these are and there's like the, also at the end of the list we have a bullet point that says like a million other small releases because like you'll see all the games that we're mentioning in like the top fifty, but the game list if you type in the word horror on the Switch is like two hundred items long and it's just. And- in all fairness, like it says 200 items on because some of them are like Japanese titles that like you're probably not going to download unless you're into that type of thing. And then there's a whole bunch of other ones. Like I have one um, 
I forget what it's called. There's actually. some shovelware. Jason, you're you're a collector of shovelware. You know, I, you go I in, you go in, and you do like sort by under three cents. If it's yeah, if it's three cents or under, I'm buying it. Because, you just get the points. Like, you just not? spend your gold coins. Um, where is it? It's oh, cer- serial cleaner, not serial killer. Serial cleaner. So the mob has killed somebody. You're the guy who goes and cleans up the crime scene. And like, there's blood everywhere. You have a vacuum cleaner, and you gotta suck up oh the blood. God. You gotta find the body and like take the body out of the crime scene. So like, so like that's like, gonna be in the horror genre. Yes, and it was like ten cents. Have you played it? Oh yeah, actually a bunch. I'm on like the twelfth level. Oh my god! You can unlock different skins and dress up as different characters and like hide and like climb inside boxes and wait for the police to go by and then like move like furniture and move things in order to create like different pathways within the house and like you live at your it takes place in like the 60s so like you live in your mom's house but you're like 30 and you're there and she's like oh sonny i've made you soup and you're like i gotta go and the phone rings and it's like i need you to go kill somebody and he's like i'm gonna go to the bar and watch my friends fight i might you might need to stream this (laughs) okay Um, one game that's not, it comes up under horror, but it's not really horror, but it's kind of dark. Hollow Knight. Oh, (laughs) Hollow Knight. I've sung this game's praises before. It's good. It's Metroidvania. It's set in the world of insects. So everything you fight is a bug or like a little spirit bug. You're kind of like a little spirit bug. And it's really good. What you're saying is I should buy the physical cartridge and then spray it with my chemical. No. (laughs) No. Hollow Knight is good. Um, Limbo. I love Limbo. I, I know nothing of Limbo other than I'm fairly flexible and do well at weddings. (laughs) At Limbo. No. But besides the horror of increasing amounts of back pain, that's not the limbo we're talking about. Limbo is more like between death and life. That's exactly how I feel when I'm doing the limbo at a wedding. <laughs> um, it is a side scroller. It is dark. It you play. I'm not. I want, I'm going to say something, and I'm sorry if this might be a spoiler. I don't know if it's. I'm gonna cover my ears. Present. It's not working. I can still hear you. Damn it. It might. Uh, it might be explained in the very beginning. I can't remember because it's been such a long time since I played the game. The game's been out for a while. So if you're being spoiled by this, it's your fault. It is my fault. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you, you, you're you playing the spirit of the boy and you have to find your body because you're lost in limbo. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's a spoiler. I think uh, that's pretty... I don't think you're you're told up front, though, that that's what's going on. Yeah, if, like, a lot of people, I think, like, you know if this, you know this game, like, you've seen this game. You've oh, absolutely yeah. seen this game. It's always, the, the look of it is like, it's like basically like a silhouette game. Yeah. The entire game looks like a silhouette. And, like, the game has a suspenseful incline. But it is a very slow incline for suspense. But once you get to the end and like 
you truly figure out what yeah, oh yeah you're invested and if you get to the end and that end like frustrates you and you're mad at the game the developers did exactly what they intended to do <laughs> so do like, they leave I, you I, in limbo they they kind of do yeah they, 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 they give you a conclusion but like you want to know the true story that's the other thing there's no talking there's no dialogue there's no text like Very it's artsy. all visual artsy yeah which i kind of like <laughs> um the last game that is on here that is not on the switch that is technically like horror survival which is the latest game sweeping the nation is among us we among put it us. on here simply because of how popular it is not it's because so it's so popular switch. everybody has heard of it it's like dethroned fall guys as like yeah. the weirdly random popular and it is so it's you can play it on your computer you can play it on mobile it's the perfect format for the switch i guarantee you this game will come out for the switch but it's not on the switch but it's a game that involves killing and lying and stuff so it's kind of like murder horror so, you say you guarantee it's for the switch is that because it's a mobile game and all of the indie games on the Switch are mobile? It's too good not to come out for the Switch. Like, it's just, it's just, it's the exact game. If you looked at it and you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, oh, this is for the Switch. Okay. Among Us. It will soon be Among Us. Um. So that's kind of our, that's kind of our list for spooky scary skeletons send shivers down your switch for kids for you for people who want artsy games for people who want to soil their pants that's kind of the rundown you can look through the million and million and millions of other small games that we did not mention by just going to the eShop and searching horror and you will be truly terrified at how many weird small games there are for three cents like cereal cleaners (laughs) And if you're as frustrated as I am that there's not a horror genre written in the Switch, feel free to like message me and we'll create a petition. I'm, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, Presto. Go ahead and hit us with that sweet side quest. Wait, you're supposed to ask the side questions here. I'm asking no, I'm, the questions I'm... here. All right. Um, <laughs> so in lieu of lots of horror and spooky games what is your favorite not necessarily horror game but what's your favorite like dark spooky themed game it doesn't necessarily have to be like five nights at freddy's like you need to wear the brown pants but like what's your favorite horror dark themed game you've ever played i mean we've talked about limbo i i I still think limbo is an experience it's a great game still never play how long is it is it pretty short Ah, Ascension and Lady Sage and I played it only at nighttime, and we all went to bed around 12, and I think it took us two nights to complete. Okay, so it's not a short game, it's not a long game. Would you say it's in the middle? (laughs) Yes. And why, what made you love it so much? Um... Honestly, it's art style, and it was unique. 
Like it, it did not tell you anything. It like you just you're just there. You start the game, and you're just there, and you had to discover your truth, and you discover your purpose, and you had to discover your backstory, and like it makes you connect a little bit better. And there was like some creepy elements and some weird elements and puzzle elements, so it had like a little bit of everything. And there's no like proper like there's no like cutscenes. It's one of those games that like tells the story through the gameplay. Exactly. That I always appreciate. Yeah. Um, and there's no talking. There's no. Oh, I dialogue. forgot. I forgot. It's even more impressive. All artistic, which makes it even better. Very art. Sounds like a red bottle of wine kind of game. You need to be drinking that. <laughs> kind of it's elegant. It's refined. You don't need to speak. <laughs> Um, mine has to be Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Because Castlevania is definitely, like, it's not horror, but it's still, like, you're going through gothic things and you're fighting zombies and skeletons and you're trying to fight Dracula, ultimately. Um, but Circle of the Moon was for that kind of looks like some of the enemies actually only i'm guessing that's filled with tequila or vodka which is much more dangerous than anything in yes castlevania um but the reason i say circle of the moon because there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of castlevania games circle of the moon had this weird card system where you would your abilities were based on these cards and you could mix and match them so you could have like the Venus card and your like whip would turn into like a giant like like thorn rose thing. I... And then you could have another one which would do something else and then you could mix and match them for all these like different abilities and things. And it was really fun and it's pretty hard. And I remember it was on the Wii U virtual console. And oh. I bought a Wii U specifically to play Smash 4, but I had the Wii U console for a week before Smash 4 came out, and I just played Symphony, or I played uh, Circle of the Moon until I got it to 100%, and I still had a couple days to go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good one. It's kind of a sleeper it hit, is. because I think it only came out for, uh, for Game Boy Advance. So no, like, major consoles so if you haven't played it go emulate it because it's not anywhere else if it came out for the switch i would buy it tomorrow and replay it really over and over and over that, that good huh it's a good yeah all right well we hope you're not too spooked we hope you're not gonna you know be restlessly tossing and turning of the groom tales we've told you on this evening but I mean... uh We've got another excellent episode planned for you oh, coming up. You thought this episode was spooky? Hey, oh, ready? no. You're not ready for the next one? The next one's going to blow your socks off. Oh, not socks. I'm wearing my favorite socks, my Wolverine socks. Um, also, if you've made it this far into the episode, we'll probably talk more about this in the next episode, but the Nintendads. Don't tell anybody this. But we're really old. We're turning one. We've been doing this damn thing for a year on October 24th. And we are going to release episode number 24 uh, on October 24th. 24, see what we did there? 
Um, we are also going to have a crazy, awesome game night uh, stream. We're going to be playing half a dozen different games. We're going to have guests from different podcasts, different streamers, personal friends, not really celebrities. I can't, I can't say celebrities, but you never know. Celebrities. We're celebrities. Um, so yeah, October twenty fourth. Mark your calendar. We'll talk about it on the next episode too. If you didn't make it this far, um, but yeah, October twenty fourth. We're gonna do it. Get ready. I can't believe it's October already. Like this month or this this year is just blown by. Right. It was like March, October. Yeah. Pretty fast. Speaking of by do you know what the fastest liquid on earth is hmm it's not the vodka in that skull right nope oh it's milk because it's pasteurized before you know it <sighs> the most truly horrifying thing of the episode it's definitely that joke this is my dad jokes <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on the social medias. We're out. Peace.